Hey, this is just a disclaimer from us here at The Art of Giving Up. This is a podcast made by people. People talking about their experiences, their struggles, and things that we are not qualified to give medical advice or advisement on. If you're suffering from depression, anxiety, suicidal thoughts, or uncertain about anything, please do not get your advice from a podcast. Reach out, seek a professional, a friend, or a family member, and know that it is okay to ask for help. If you have suicidal thoughts and live in the United States, please remember you could always call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline phone number at 1-800-273-8255. Thanks. Sometimes, I don't get what I deserve. I sit and I think about how hard I've worked and how much time and energy that I've put into the few things that I am passionate about. And I think that I deserve more. And I think that 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 position, that these opportunities, that they're mine. Unfortunately, the world that we live in today, we have to realize that there's more than what we just want. As always, to start of giving up, and I'm your host, Steven. This week, the Kavanaugh Conspiracy. There was something very grounding about seeing Brett Kavanaugh sitting in front of that committee. Something distressing about Dr. Ford's testimony. While not a trial, it definitely put a few things to the forefront of my mind. Those being that I don't, (laughs) not to get too political, even though we're going to be doing that today a little bit. How could we have a woman sit there and tell this moving story? And how could you say that you find her credible, but that you don't believe her? And how can you sit in this chair and feel that everything Everything, that opportunity, is already yours. Well, coming from first-hand experience, it's easy. It's easy to sit there and to complain and feel like you've been shorted. Because the reality, as I always say, the reality of the situation is, for everyone... Who works hard. For everyone who. Puts in the time. 
there is something that you can't take away is a, a pride in the work that you do, a, a pride in the effort that you put forth. So I can imagine how Brett Kavanaugh, having gone to Yale and having worked for so many years and all these high recommendations, how being put on the list to be an associate justice of the Supreme Court, how that could make you feel like you deserve it. Because, you know, in a way, he does. In a way, when you work hard and you put a lot of effort forth, you do kind of deserve a little acknowledgement. But it's not it's not yours to give to yourself. Unfortunately for him, accused for sexual assault, which of course I don't doubt that he did. And of course my lack of understanding as to how anyone would want to put as an associate justice of the Supreme Court, how could anyone want someone who is accused of sexual assault? How could you stand there and so vehemently just, yeah, I can't. And I didn't even want to get too political, but I'm just, I'm so emotionally, I sit there and I watch and I'm not, I'm not giving you any background because if you were listening to this, then you, you know, you know that the Supreme Court extremely important. You know that they matter. And you know that Trump's pick, Brett Kavanaugh, has a stance on presidential powers that is kind of unconstitutional. Now, I'm not saying that his view that, you know, presidential powers, the president should have the power to declare laws unconstitutional is going to even be an opportunity but in a Republican-controlled Supreme Court majority, of course, there is a little bit of a possibility, albeit very small, that that's the kind of thing that might happen. No. The truth is, is that just like him, those people believe that the power is there. And I'm going to tell you something doesn't matter how much you believe things. doesn't matter how much you want things. doesn't make it true. I work very hard. I know my job is not that important. I know what I do is not require so much skill or the highest level of education, but I work hard. I work till it hurts. Now maybe, maybe that's not the brightest thing. Maybe you would say, you should work smarter, not harder. And I would say, I think I work smart and hard. I would say that I think that I pushed the boundaries of what I can do to be the best at what I can do, no matter how I feel. And 
if you asked me if I deserved to be in a higher position or to have better opportunities, I'd probably say yes, because of course I do. I've earned them. Well, unfortunately for me, I don't decide what I deserve. I don't decide what I've earned. And unfortunately for Brett Kavanaugh, and unfortunately for these senators who are supposed to represent their constituents, neither does he. We are owed nothing. And that man is owed nothing. If anything, one of the issues that we have in our politics system here in the United States, and I know I need to, I forget that I do have a lot of people, a lot, I have a few people who listen from out of the country. I think I need to wind it back a little bit. I'm not going to break down how our government works to say it's like this. Representatives have a committee. The committee decides who is one of the associate, you know, of the Supreme Court, right? Associate Justice of the Supreme Court. And that position is very powerful, very important. You know, when things happen, laws and court cases are getting reeled down, human rights and, you know, Roe v. Wade and all those really important things that need to be decided and they need to have a decision, they get raised up, you know, to the, what is it, the Sixth Circuit or Eighth Circuit Court or whatever, it goes up, 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 up to the top. And they pretty much made the decision. Brett Kavanaugh is our president's pick for one of the associate justices. And as a Republican, he will make the, you know, Supreme Court, you know, majority Republicans, which I don't know. I guess I I don't really care. You know, I mean, of course, their views, blah, blah, blah. I don't think they're going to overturn Roe v. Wade. But as a man, I know I'm not afraid of that, I guess, personally, because I don't bear children. But I I do have a worry, extreme concern that that's the kind of thing that might happen. But I do not believe in this day and age that that is the hill they would die on. If anything, the kind of danger that presents as more subversive and something that I'm not smart enough to understand. And so we have this man, Brett Kavanaugh, a justice, a a, 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 a judge on the Eighth Circuit Court, a professor at Harvard, teaches about, well, he was teaching a class for like 10 years about you know, the Supreme Court and the history of the Supreme Court. And you have a woman, uh, Dr. Blasey Ford, who back in February, she came anonymously, sub- submitted some information when he was on a short list because she was concerned that a man who had sexually assaulted her when she was 15 would get this power. After months, she finally reached out to uh, 
and was contacted by a Senator Dianne Feinstein, and she wanted her information kept anonymous, and boop, it leaked, of course, somebody on the Dem side most likely did this, and now what? Now her name and face is out there, and she's accusing this man, and so after a little bit of a rigmole, it granted a hearing. So the day before the vote, they have a hearing, and the hearing pretty much goes like this. The Democrats, have a FBI investigation. The left, we should not have an FBI investigation. Does not matter. Does not matter. Right. Why can't we have an FBI investigation? This woman sits there. They ask a question. She tells the story. And then you have the Republicans. I believe you. You're so credible and I respect you. But... It was not Brett Kavanaugh who did this to you. And the left is like, just have an investigation about this. Have an investigation. And Brett Kavanaugh, of course, sits there and he's, this is a farce. This is mine. I know, you like my little play acting, right? Because he believes it's his. He believes this great power is his. And these people on the right think this power is theirs. And unfortunately, so do the people on the left. Everyone thinks that this great power is theirs. That it's theirs to decide. That it's theirs to hold in their hand. That, that is, and you know, I know that they vote on it. But they are supposed to represent the people. They are representatives of their state that's what they do that is their position that is what they are to do and unfortunately they are not really listening to their constituents they're not i cannot believe that a majority of republicans think that Dr. Ford, that these Republican women, and I know that you will see on TV some Republican women like, oh, well, you know, boys will be boys. This is, I am not like my peers. I don't think every person who voted for Trump is a complete and utter racist. I do not believe, now granted, even systematic racism, blah, 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 but I do not believe these people overtly completely heartless in sex and sexism like these women i really doubt these republican women all are going around like either she deserved it or she was a harlot or i pray for no i do not believe that because people are complex people will have their little, a lot of ideologues yes but why would anyone want someone like that and they want that because they believe they have to give him that power they get that power because they deserve it they work so hard to to get that one extra seat in the senate so that they have the majority they worked so hard and 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 bolstering trump even though they all spoke smack about him before that before he was elected at, during his terrible campaign. And as Lindsey Graham said there, he was like, well, these across the aisle, they were my friends. They were never your friends. 
because you're all fighting for this this power and you all have the hand the lives of these these people in your hands and these important things are being overlooked because what we all think that we deserve something and the only way that i know how to really understand things is by how i live my life and by how i experience things and by how i deal with things and by the things that i have learned and i'm going through an issue where i feel like i deserve something i don't understand why i don't have it but i also understand that it's not mine because even though i feel like i deserve it by what by what criteria now of course the difference is is that my job is really it would be kind of lateral and it would not really affect anyone or anything like that you know i don't have people beneath me who i'm affecting i don't have the the stress of hundreds of thousands of millions 362 million people their lives on my decisions and this is where there's a huge difference these people have the lives your life if you're in america if you're not in America, you go, go, shoot. You don't want to hear this nonsense. You have your own nonsense. You have your own problems. For my people here in America, we have a system where the people in the government represent you. They are supposed to represent you. That's what they are. Everyone in the government is supposed to be a representative of you as an individual. It's supposed to help you. It's supposed to make this land hospitable for you. That's how it works. And being black, I was always raised and taught like, well, you know, the government doesn't do shit for us. It don't do nothing for us, yo. I'm not even trying to make fun of the people that, no, for real though, like that's what I've been told, like yo, it don't matter for you, but the reality is, is that it does. People of color always go to white neighborhoods, wow, man, the streets look nice, yo, the lights work. What's that about? Because those white people were raised and they were not lied to. They were taught that the government works for them. So they go, whenever you see little signs up, they'll say, well, you know, the bar wants to renew their liquor license or here's a city hall meeting. They show up, they speak, and on a local level, they get listened to. You know, and yes, I've been, I've been told before by people that I know that there are people of color, POCs, who in their neighborhoods do of course work with local government like Letitia James obviously Latita sorry you know she just moved up a little bit she used to be the Brooklyn Borough president all that stuff I, I I understand this this is the thing that I understand but for every 10 people of color who are 
you know, fighting their local government to make things happen or who are participating in their local government to make things happen. For every 10, there's 10,000 that are not participating because they were taught and they were told that their voice does not matter and that government does not work for them. You know what? It's not because we are not participating. We're not making our voices heard. And now when these things happen, we're all so angry and bitter, but we were not out there voting for our representatives. We were not out there making our voices heard. And now you have this freaking Lindsey Graham gets on my damn nerves. I really cannot stand that good old boy. Well, you guys are my friends. And you know what? This young lady, I believe her. I believe her so much. And ma'am, I feel so bad for you. I feel terrible for you. But you know what? This man... He de- he deserves it, and you know Trump, and he really said this. He was like, I I, I he he went to whole tirade about how he only got one percent of the vote, and he was he was like, I I don't like a lot of things about his campaign. That's a lie. You did not like the man, but this is his pick, and it's a very good pick, and I support it. And you deserve to be on. The- he don't deserve nothing. He deserves, as you do, to represent the people. By the pulling Spider-Man out here with the great responsibility. I need to stop hitting the mic. Jeez. You know, get my snare in my headphones. <laughs> and I, I, I'm so oh man, I'm so like frustrated by you know, not everybody's so invested. But like I went to the store and on the Friday after the he- of the hearing, and I was talking to some the young woman. She brought like twenty two or something, right? And I was like, "Yeah, you know, they did the key votes already." And she was like, "Oh no, they didn't." And I was like, "But they did," and that's weird because I realized what had happened. What had happened? What happened was is that they had been, you know, really invested. You know, they had been really invested in, you know, the news and the drama of it, you know, but they were really invested in the politics of it, you know, like, oh, I might be that disgusting person. They, you know, bullet points and like Twitter news, you know, like that, that's, that's really, you know, just like, just like the headlines, you know, they're like, well, you know, Jeff Flake, well, he, you know, he hasn't decided yet. And, and I was like, well, you know, they they did. They, they voted already. That's what that they they the key votes already happened. And that's really all that matters. Now they spent all of Thursday saying we don't need an investigation. Uh, Senator Grassley, the chairman of the or the, the, the president or whatever of the of the committee, he's like, he's like, just so you guys know, we have our own independent investigators. We do not need an FBI investigation. That is not what we need. We don't need that. We don't need that. We don't need that. And then the next day, they vote on him. And then they, they say, you know what? But we're going to have an FBI investigation because the key votes are really the only votes that matter. It was 11 to 9. For Republicans, all the Republicans are going to vote. The Republicans have fifty-one percent of the of the Senate. Does not matter what happens in the investigation unless there is something glaringly found. That man 
there's going to be Supreme Court Justice. An associate. An associate justice of the Supreme Court. And you know what? The problem with that, it doesn't even matter. Do you know why? Because the rest of the shortlist is all the same. You can interchange all of them. They all share similar views. And I'm not saying they should hold them up until midterms. No, no. The reality of the situation is that we need to be more invested. The only thing that we deserve are representatives that represent us. And we need to be invested. We need to take part. This is our country and our government and this is our world and we need to make it happen. And I just don't see it happening. Now it's too late. Now the power is out of our hands. And the people who voted for Lindsey Graham, who I hate that man, man. And, and the thing about it that's really interesting is that like these people all seem nice. And people, they'll lie. They'll be like, oh, they all suck. They all, they all seem so nice and approachable. And they're up there. And he's like, well, you know what? And, and Brett Kavanaugh's there. And Brett Kavanaugh's like, well, my daughter, my daughter was praying, praying, praying. And I think all those ad hominem attacks, like, ooh, Brett Kavanaugh looks like an alcoholic. I don't care. I don't care. We need to be more invested. That's the only thing that we deserve. I need to calm down. That's what I need to do. But thank you. What is that? Oh, oh, now that was that was good of me. <laughs> a little, little bit of a mistake there, but it's okay because you know how the things work. <laughs> trying to trying to cue some music there. Um, <laughs> thank you guys. Why? Because you guys are always are awesome. Wait, hold on. Is that right? Listen to that. Yeah, that's what you want to hear. You guys are so awesome. I want to thank you again for participating in this. I want to thank you for being a part of this. I want you to go out there and I want you to register to vote. Yeah, I'm, I said it. Rockthevote.org. <laughs> Nobody deserves anything. A sure thing is never sure. That's all I know for sure. We need to make moves, money moves. You can follow me now. If you do listen to this, uh, Instagram Art of Giving Up. Um, not as active because it's pictures and this is audio. Twitter, which I'm all on, Art of Giving Up Podcast. You can shoot an email, Art of Giving Up Podcast at gmail.com, or get feedback on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and of course, Facebook, Art of Giving Up. As always, this is your host, Steven. And you know what I'm going to say. Until we make moves, I don't know. Until we understand what we really do deserve. Not the promotion. No. We deserve to be better. 
maybe then it'll happen. We deserve peace. What if I move?